What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Post Show Podcast. I'm your host, John the Video Guy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And today, it's going to be more of a kind of different episode. I'm kind of just spitballing some ideas today on, you know, when it comes to content idea generation, kind of like, especially for me, the future of the channel on my YouTube channel and my personal brand, where it's going and kind of how it's going to evolve in the future and kind of my thoughts moving forward. So that's going to be what we're going to talk about today. But um, as always, I'm going to review the stats, kind of see where things are as of lately. So within the last 28 days, I gained 7,062 new views, 285 watch time hours, and I gained 53 new subscribers. I currently have 479 subscribers. So I'm 21 subscribers away currently as of recording this to my halfway point of my goal of reaching 1,000 subscribers. So I'm almost at the halfway point. Now let's review the videos that came out within the last month. So in April, the first video that came out was Create Easy Elegant Slideshows and Premiere Pro. This one did really good. So I think, you know, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, I kind of had like a thought experiment going on here is like, you know, slideshow content seems to be doing really good. So I might be doing more slideshow content in the future, how to do different slideshows, whether it's in Premiere Pro or After Effects. The one in Premiere Pro had uh, 61 views, four comments, and six likes. And the Elegant Slideshow and After Effects that came out back in February, that has 356 views, four comments, 10 likes so far. So it seems like slideshow uh, tutorials do pretty good here uh, from what I'm finding out. The next video that came out was called How to Loop Animations in After Effects, Loop Out Expression. And this one didn't do bad, it didn't do terrible, but it didn't do you know amazing as well. 39 views, two comments, four likes. So definitely like the slideshow video did a lot better than the How to Loop Animation. Um, the How to Loop Animations video I think is going to be a good long-term video you know over time you know once YouTube kind of recognizes you know when people are searching loop out expression this video might get recommended more so that seems to be it's going to be probably a slow run-up in the number of views that video gets and then the next few videos I actually pivoted my content so the remix video and the color correction video or the number generator video didn't come out yet that's going to be next month because what happened in the middle of last month, I noticed that Premiere Pro and After Effects or Adobe Creative Cloud came out with their spring release. And there was a few new features that came out that I wanted to cover in a few uh, you know, time critical videos uh, when people are actually searching like, hey, what's going on here? What's the new effects? And this first video did really good. It's called, what are import and export modes in Premiere Pro? Um, so essentially what happened was Premiere Pro came out with a new update that they redid their entire import and export screen. So it looks completely different than it did in their previous versions. So to capitalize on that moment, I decided to make a video right away and it did really good. Um, I think I attribute the success of the video to the fire and the thumbnails. I think that really you know, made it over the top. But it was definitely hands down a one out of 10. It's probably the best performing video on my channel since probably December. It's probably the best performing video of the year so far. It has 486 views, 14 comments, 25 likes, zero dislikes so far. So by far it really helped a lot of people out because I kind of went through the video how to use the new import and export modes inside Premiere Pro 
uh, it is definitely something people are searching for. And this video might even still be searched for a lot in the future as people upgrade from the previous version of Premiere Pro to the new version of Premiere Pro. So I think this is a good example of, you know, capitalizing on time sensitive, you know, news and updates and reviews. Really in my niche, there's only a handful of times this really happens because, you know, how exciting is <laughs> Premiere Pro and After Effects, you know? The biggest news or the biggest things come out with the new releases and updates. So really it's now or never when that type of content comes out. So whenever they update something and it's brand new like that, you know, that's a good opportunity to jump on it. But if you are listening to this and you're in a different niche, just think of different opportunities like news or releases, updates, what's happening, what are people searching for in the moment. Just having a strong foundation of like what's going on, I think really helps, especially if you're a small YouTuber like I am, trying to gain content, jumping on the news and, you know, new things that are coming out, what people are searching for is going to really help. Same thing with the other video that came out. It was called New Frame IO, Frame IO and After Effects 2022 release. So what Adobe did is they fully integrated their new uh, tool called Frame IO into their uh, Premiere Pro and After Effects apps. Um, and essentially what Frame.io is, is it's a way to upload to the cloud different files and you can send it to clients and have them approve it. So uh, this released and basically what I did is I made a video kind of covering specifically in After Effects, but it also applies to Premiere Pro. Uh, what are the features, what's covered under uh, the Adobe Creative Cloud plan if you have a subscription. So if you have a Creative Cloud plan and you want to learn What's included, that's a good video to watch. I basically broke down what's included, how I would use it under my subscription, um, but I also link to other pricing as well if you wanna upgrade. So those are the videos. That video did pretty good, 37 views so far within the first week. It is a two out of 10. So from the last two videos, I had a one out of 10 and a two out of 10, which is really nice to see having two consecutive uh, videos doing really well. So those were the last videos that came out in the last month analytics wise. So the best performing videos within the last 28 days, still at number one is Countdown Timer and After Effects. It brought in about 1,200 views. Uh, the second is best iMac for video editing in 2022. That gained 591 views. And then number three was what are import and export modes. So that new video uh, rose up right up the ranks uh, to number three at 475 views. And then color banding and After Effects. Then uh, how to use Podbean, podcasting for beginners. Then animating, increasing numbers in After Effects. That did pretty good. Uh, then video copilot effects console. Then how to remove plosives and audio pops in Premiere Pro. Then this is a new blood drop effect and After Effects tutorial. That came in at number nine. That was actually one that didn't really do that well on initial when I first like published it, I think it only got like five to six views. So that was a definitely a slow burner type of video here. And then uh, best Premiere Pro preference settings most editors overlook. That was rounding off the top 10. So yeah, that's the top 10 performing videos within the last 28 days. Uh, a lot of new ones in here, blood drop effect, and obviously the what are import and export modes, that's a new one. Another exciting milestone is I reached a new all-time high in views for a single day. Uh, this past Monday, I gained 378 views in a single day on my channel. Um, so that's exciting. I think the old 
the old record was like 350 or so, I think so. But yeah, basically that what our import and export modes brought a lot of traffic to my channel. My reach increased a lot too. Uh, this past Monday I had 5,200 uh, impressions to my videos of like, you know, just people eyeball seeing the videos in, in the YouTube feed. So impressions are up, views are up. Click-throughs still holding strong at above 5%. Uh, currently my videos are getting 5.6%. And definitely the best one so far when it comes to click-through rate is the what are import and export modes. And like I said, I joke about it, but I'm half serious about the fire. The fire in the thumbnails does make a difference, I think. But that has a click-through rate of 6.7% so far. So definitely higher than the norm or the average. So yeah, guys, that was the last 28 days. That's what's up on my channel. So what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to kind of spitball a few ideas, a few things. And something I've really been thinking about lately is pivoting my content on YouTube. Um, you know, some of you might know, some of you might not know, but I recently got my remote pilot's license and it was a lot of learning and a lot of things I had to go through to get that uh, certification. It's a completely new thing. Uh, you know, you have to learn about airspace, how the weather, micrometeorology. Um, a lot of things go into flying, you know, an aircraft or even an unmanned aircraft. And, you know, it was quite a process and a journey. And I was thinking on my channel, you know, should I start creating drone flying content or at least like, you know, how to get your license maybe, or like a few things about drone, you know, drone piloting or becoming a remote pilot. Should I start making content tailored to that? And, you know, I've been thinking, I think this brings up a good point to just kind of talk about in general is the niche, you know, when you narrow it down, how uh, extreme and radical are different ideas if you try to go off your niche. And this brings up an interesting, you know, cross between the content I'm doing now and then drone flying content because I think there's a lot of parallels but there are also um, some big differences a lot of people that are into aviation wouldn't be into like motion graphics and after effects so it's an interesting thing to think about and I think to discuss it's something that's been on my mind ever since I got my remote pilot's license because to be honest, once I got it, I started watching a lot of YouTubers about, you know, uh, how to fly drones and uh, where you can go, where you can't go and drone stories or just, you know, even like, um, you know, I've been into a lot of just, you know, flying content in general, just aviation videos, you know, people flying, whether it is an aircraft or just drone footage. Um, but I think it is a different type of content. Um, and I'm debating whether it fits within my content that I'm doing. So, you know, it's just something I think about um, that I've been thinking about. I might experiment with it. I might make like one drone video and see how it does. Um, and what's interesting is when I search for drone content, it's there's not a hand. There's not a lot of people out there making specifically like drone content. It's a lot of like aircraft content, but when I search for drone stuff, it's more like product videos. Um, I think Potato Jet is like probably the biggest drone person, but he does a lot of other things, not just like drone stuff, but he's probably the biggest um, drone person that I would know. Jake Sloan is another good drone uh, YouTuber. 
you know, it's funny as I watched these guys as I got uh, my first drone because a lot of these people had the drone that we purchased. Um, so just learning how to set it up, how to um, get it going or flying for the first time. Uh, these were a few creators that I looked to. Uh, Par Parker Walbeck as well uh, had a few good reviews about like comparing the Phantom to like the Mavic and like different drone videos. But I think what the biggest difference between like these, what these guys are making and like what my channel is, you know, I'm almost kind of putting my channel in a box of being a tutorial channel. And I think if I start implementing pilot videos or drone videos, it's going to start turning into a travel, uh, almost like vlog type of YouTube channel. And I'm not sure how well that would bode with my current audience or my future audience. Because I'm trying to imagine if I start making, like say if I take you know the drone and go out and shoot over Lake Erie or something, or maybe an island or some nice scenic thing, and maybe I film like, you know, how to set it up, how to fly, go out there and then show the footage. It might do well, but you know, the new audience that I would be attracting, would they also be interested in video editing or After Effects? And I think, you know, that's an interesting question. And then the current audience I have, granted it's under 500 subscribers, would they start get, getting frustrated that, you know, I don't have a drone, I don't care about aviation. So it's an interesting uh, thing to consider and think about uh, that I've been thinking. So I'm not sure, I mean, you know, do you guys have an opinion? Feel free to go to johnthevideoguide.com forward slash contact or go to the podcast page and you can, I believe you can leave comments on the podcast page as well. So if you guys have feedback as well, feel free to reach out. Or if you are in a same position as well, because I think it's in every creator's journey where it comes up where you have to make decisions on where your content's going. Um, you know, and once you find your niche, how far can you pivot out of it? Or if you try something new, would it impact your current audience or, you know, your new audience? Would they like what you have already done? What's interesting about YouTube is 95% of the people that watch your content is for the first time. They're watching your content for the first time. And, you know, out of the 95% of people that watch it, maybe one to 5% subscribe or like, you know, or actually find it engaging and you know when it comes to youtube youtubers or like people on the internet a lot of people uh just get attracted to the personality of the person and i think that's this, the other thing to keep in mind is you know there's a reason why people will watch my tutorials you know maybe it's the way i explain it maybe it's my story maybe they can see themselves and me and i think that's what's great about youtube is it really provides just a general you know, you can see yourself in other people's shoes. Um, you know, you can see, how do I put it? You can, um, it's very relatable type of content um, where it would be kind of, it would be more rigid, more boring if, you know, you're watching, you know, uh, a video production company's, you know, tutorials on how to edit, how to get the film look, you know, where I think it's very more related, much very much more relatable when you just see the average video creator, the average video editor, designer, that's just trying to create cool things, uh, sharing what they've learned along the way and their process of, you know, 
creating and doing things. It's less rigid rigid than a company trying to, you know, create. Oh, we need to do, we need to do content marketing. Let's push this out. We need to communicate to the masses. Where I think you know the masses can communicate or uh, appreciate a lot better and connect to individuals, you know, that they can see themselves in. So that's the other uh, viewpoint that I've been debating is like it doesn't really matter because people will you know become will follow me or you know like the content that I'm liking just because they can you know they can relate. Uh, where it doesn't necessarily matter exactly what I make, whether it is travel drone flying videos or maybe it's an after effects tutorial but i don't know those i can't get over that it just sounds polar opposite after effects tutorials and drone flying so that's where i think the biggest issue is um, why i've been hesitant to make drone any type of drone educational content but yeah that's where my uh, mind's at i think i might make one video and that's the other thing. A few episodes ago, I was debating, like, you know, maybe I should start making, like, more, like, passion content that I'm interested in doing. Whether it does good or not on YouTube doesn't really matter. It kind of fulfills, you know, because I enjoy flying and, uh, you know, filming stuff. So I might just make it, put it out there and not have any expectations on it, but still create, you know, tutorials and the frequency of doing the... Uh, the other type of videos would be very seldom once a month, you know, every other month, maybe that way my current subscribers don't get overwhelmed with drone content. Cause I think that's the other thing. If people get annoyed that, you know, they subscribe to something that they didn't ask for, then, you know, they'll probably be more likely to unsubscribe. And I think that's kind of where it falls into. But yeah, that's pretty much it guys. That's why I wanted to talk about today is kind of like where it's going uh, I think it really comes down to relatability. I think uh, the bread and butter is going to be tutorial videos and Premiere Pro and After Effects. And even another thing I was thinking about was starting to create DaVinci Resolve tutorials. And that would be a hard pivot because, you know, if you build up your audience so much to where, you know, they get used to, you know, just Adobe products. And then you introduce something else like, you know, oh, maybe uh, Runway ML or DaVinci Resolve or, you know, other software. Your current subscribers that have, you know, found you aren't probably going to relate because they use the specific software that you're making tutorials about. But then uh, the industry as a whole is slowly starting to go in different ways where, you know, it's these other, you know, software, you know, people switch and they go from Premiere Pro to DaVinci Resolve, or maybe they're starting to integrate Runway ML in their editing uh, software or uh, editing workflows a little bit more. So it's an interesting thing to consider that I think a lot of content creators have to consider as well. You know, as you start growing and stuff, you know, understanding where your audience is and then uh, what would impact, you know, either losing or gaining a new audience or subscribers. So yeah, basically long story short, if I make a drone flying video, I think it'd be for fun. Uh, and I wouldn't really commit to a consistent schedule. I think it would be like a video that comes out once every few months or so of me flying somewhere, maybe going over something. But I think all in all, I'm gonna stick to tutorial content and just go down that niche because 
it's been working. You know, it's the types of videos on my channel uh, that gain the most traffic. So I'm still going to go down that route. But I do think once in a while it's important to make a video that just relates to people of just like a fun thing, you know. Once in a while, I'll make a drone video. All right, so that was pretty much it, guys, that I wanted to go over today, kind of spitball a few things. Hopefully it was a little helpful if you are in a similar position with your personal brand or if you're thinking of like analyzing the content you're creating and then the future content that you want to create and how that coincides with, you know, how your current audience views your content, uh, whether they would unsubscribe, subscribe, or, you know, how that would uh, roll out in the future. So now let's take a look at the content and see what's coming up in the month of May. So in May, the next video that has come out this past Monday was called Remix Tool in Premiere Pro. So this was a tool that recently rolled out and it's been around for a little bit of time, probably for three months. I was kind of late to the game in actually making this video, but it's a newer feature nonetheless, so it might it might do okay. Um, I'm expecting kind of like a five or a six out of 10 maybe, like somewhere in the middle. Then the next video that comes out the following week is called American Flag Animation and After Effects. So I think this video is gonna be, I think it has a potential to be a hit, but not necessarily. I, it might be a slightly of a late bloom video, but you know, I was thinking back like, back to uh, graduation seasons a few uh, years ago, uh, we created a lot of different American flag graphics for just graduations ceremonies, Memorial Day, you got Flag Day, uh, you got 4th of July coming up. So I think making this video now in the middle of May is going to bode well for the next few months. I think it might not, you know, come out of the gate on fire, like, you know, literally what the import and export mode videos did. But I think it's a good video that's timely, that's coming out in the right type of season, I think. Uh, but basically, it's a video showing how to create a waving flag animation from scratch so taking a graphic of a flag and making it wave kind of like a banner um, I show how to do that so I think it's going to do well I think it's going to be like a 3 out of 10 and then the next video that comes out is called color correcting for beginners in Premiere Pro Lumetri color so I took the drone out for the first time uh, flew it, took some footage and I brought back the footage and I'm just showing how to color correct it so you know basically going over Lumetri color uh, for the beginners and I think it could go either way I think there's so many that's the thing in the tutorial niches is there's so many color correcting tutorials out there it really depends it depends on how many people see it click on it and you know the viewer engagement with it really compared with the other videos um, I did another color correction like about a year ago another tutorial and that didn't do so good I think it's so it's so saturated that I think whenever you, you do a color correcting tutorial, it could it it could possibly flop or not get any eyeballs on it. So I don't have a lot of expectations for this video. In the long run, it might do well if it picks up, but you know, it's out there. Then the next video that comes out is called Create Random Number Generator and After Effects. This one was supposed to get released a month earlier, but got pushed back. I think this one's gonna do good in the long run. Uh, in the short term, maybe a 4 or 5 out of 10. And that's pretty much it, guys. That is the May videos. Now, next week, 
or sorry, I should say next month is going to be the last podcast episode for this uh, season. So be sure to come back to kind of hear my thoughts on wrapping up uh, content, you know, from growing my channel back in, I believe, August or September up to this point, kind of like the closing thoughts of what I've learned in the process of creating uh, a personal brand from scratch. So I hope this content has been helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode.